Hey everybody, welcome to Far Out Dudes. It's another week and we got another Far Out conversation for you. I'm one of your hosts, Paul. I'm Joseph. And I'm Jacob, behind the camera. Behind the scenes, Jacob. He doesn't yes. want to be seen. <laughs> because he's behind Jacob not scenes. to be seen. He said, and I washed my hair this morning, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's one of the reasons he won't yeah. be, doesn't want to be seen on the camera. Yep. Um, so this week with the Far yes. Out Conversation, that's all you, Joseph. That's all me. What, what do we got? What do we got this week for um, our viewers, our many, many viewers that have subscribed to us? Thank you all. I have brought to your attention uh, the Cleveland Torso Killings, Ooh. or also known as uh, the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. And Mad Butcher. The Mad Butcher, yeah, because the stuff he did was Mad Butchery. Is very butchery. What are we? What are we? What are we talking about today? The Cleveland Torso Murderer, or the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Run. I hope you don't go crazy with those. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this happened in um, the 30s. What's that? The Depression area. The Depression area? The era. Great Depression era. Era. Great Depression era. So the first victim, uh, first identified victim, was September 23rd, 1935. Two schoolboys were tossing a softball back and forth on the top of Jackass Hill. And yes, it is called Jackass Hill. Oh, I, had okay. to, I had to double check. Jackass what Hill, Hill, everybody. Jackass Hill. The ball apparently ended up rolling down the gully into Kingsbury Run. One of the boys went down to get the ball, looked around, and froze. He ran back up Hill catching his friend and says... Catching him friend. Catching his friend and says... There's a dead man in the bushes with no head. How old were these kids again? Uh, Doesn't say. They were like eight. There's a dead man in the bushes. (laughs) They were school kids. However, kids talked in the 30s. Probably like this because they were all broken. And they didn't were, have adequate And nutrition. they all smoked at like 12 years old. So they're like, yeah, no. Like that one. Um, it, the car. There's a dead man in the bushes over there. No, that one character. <laughs> Eight years Disney old. There's that, a dead man in the bushes. No. Hey, there's some sucker that got killed over there. <laughs> hey, have you? What? Hey, Joey. They sound like hey, Joey, have you seen the dead man in the <laughs> bushes? <laughs> hey, go get a stick so we can poke it. Yeah. Don't tell <laughs> the teacher. Don't tell the teacher. in the 30s in Cleveland, not yeah, New we're, York. We're kids in the, in the Cleveland. So anyways, the police came and searched the area, and they found the naked body. They also found... Hey, Joey! They also the found naked, Joey. a second hey, body. dude died with the boner! <laughs> Look actually, him. actually, they also found a second body, but both, both were decapitated and emasculated. They found both heads of the men buried in the dirt. The only reason they found them was there was just enough hair sticking out of the ground for the police to find them. The first victim <laughs> is Edward... Andrasi, and it says that Andrasi had been arrested many times for drunkenness, brawling, and carrying a concealed weapon. He was, he was known to hunt the rougher areas around Kingsbury Run and did not have a steady job. So the autopsy report stated that his head was decapitated, obviously, obviously, in the mid-cervical region with a fracture of the mid-cervical vertebrae. 
Now, you have some medical background. Where is that located? What? Say that again. So cervical, the cervical vertebrae is yeah, your, is your the neck. The mid-cervical region with you the s- fracture. Your neck. Okay, it's the back so neck, yeah. he just like. What was it, from the front or the back? Well, what they say? said, the coroner also noted that Andrazi had rope burned around his wrist. Oh, snap. The cause of Andrazi's death was decapitation, obviously. Edward <laughs> Andrazi's death was ruled a homicide, obviously. Okay. And so... What you're going to come to find out is a lot of these victims were decapitated while they were still alive. Oh, snap. Oh, yeah. Dang. This gentleman was Mr. Edward. This uh-huh. one was an unidentified man. The second body, like I said, wasn't identified. They were both emasculated and decapitated, obviously, by these pictures. Uh-huh. They did a little, some bad mutilation of his face over there. Good Lord. Well, that's how they found him. Yeah, that's terrible. Now, the only reason they were ad- able to identify Mr. Edward was because of his criminal past and some fingerprints. Uh-huh. And the male body that was never identified had a chemical agent on him that turned his skin red and leathery. Ooh. Keep note of that. Okay. Now, I say... Noted. Now, I say first identified because the year prior, on September 25th, 1934, the Lady of the Lake... I say Lady of the Lake, but... A torso washed ashore at Lake Erie. I say torso also, but it was just a buttocks and legs. Oh, snap. They connected the body to the ones we just went over due to the red substance found on the body that turned it red and leathery. Most of the victims come from Kingsbury Run, as I said. It's a hobo town. The reason he does is because no one knows these people. They have no family members and... No one will miss them because uh, there's a lot of hobos coming, like, on the rails because it's a big hub. Well, area. like, I guess in the 1930s, there wasn't a lot of, uh, no, like, in today's age, everybody's connected by phone, cell phone, internet. You can get a hold of somebody very quickly. Yeah. 1930s, if somebody moves to another town, the only thing you can do is wait for them to say, hey, I'm over here. Send me a letter or anything. But if there's no connection, yeah, and it takes, then, like, boom. two weeks to get to them. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if, you're, if you decide you're going to Hobo Town in Cleveland, mm-hmm. the likely chance that no one is going to know where you're at at that point yeah. in time is probably very slim. Yeah. I well, mean, they're coming. Very high. They're coming slim. on the railroad to try to find work, too. So yeah. they're going from here to there every week. Yeah. At this point, Elliot Ness. Does anybody know who Elliot Ness is? No, but I'm looking at my notes. But I can Google Elliot Ness. Well, hey, is that that trans woman? No. Trans Elliot man, Ness I mean, and- is the gentleman who took down Al Capone and wrote the book, uh, The Untouchables. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. So he got involved, and he held uh, – the reason he got involved is because after all that, he gained all this publicity and everything. But he held the position of public safety director, which was over the police department and some of, like, the fire department. Uh-huh. And after a couple months, the uh, the police chief put Peter uh, Merlo Mer- – Merlo? Merlo? Let me see. What's the name? Last name, M-E-R-Y-L-O. I forgot how it's pronounced, but – Merlo. Merlo, uh, in charge of the investigation. You know, he had a college education. Had, so, he was respected inside. So, wait, wait. I want to make sure department. I'm following this properly. You're yes. saying the guy who helped catch Al Capone uh, is helping with this investigation. Correct. And now Peter. He's like the top guy. Oh, okay. But the actual lead investigator who the police chief put uh, in charge was Peter Merlo. Oh, okay. So, you have. Okay, so, you have a lead investigator you have and you Elliot have. Notes oh, oh who's like. The, the top guy. The top guy. Yeah. So the second victim was only like a half of a half, like just the lower half of the body. 
So they had from victim, like the waist down. They had victim one and two, which is like the Edward and Josie guy. Okay. And victim three so was a this, woman. This victim three, who was technically the first victim, because it happened a few months prior. Oh, and they connected they found it because of the red. Because of the chemical the, that the caused the leathery of the skin, red leather stuff. Yeah. Ah, okay. So no they word. named her patient, or uh, yeah, like victim. zero, victim zero, victim zero, instead of like, like patient three zero, because she was the one of the first ones. She was the next felon victim. Is Florence Pelio's body was discovered dismembered and had been wrapped in paper and packed into half bushel baskets. However, her head was never discovered. Florence was approximately forty-three years old and weighed about 150 pounds. The autopsy report states that her cause of death was a slit throat, but it was questioned if it was a homicide because the head was never discovered. So <laughs> she may have suicided herself and hit her own head. It's very. <laughs> hey, Joey, look. We can't find the head, but what do you think? You think somebody killed her? You think she chopped off her own head? I just got to say it's little Johnny. <coughs> Why do we keep coming across these dead bodies and like, <laughs> keep getting involved hey, in these Joey, little serial killers? Why is it that we always end up with it? Yeah, you're right. Why do we keep running to these bodies? Joey, I'm what do you think? I'm not so sure. I, I Who keeps on leading us to these dead bodies? <laughs> I definitely didn't what? kill them. Yeah, but that's... uh. So their first thought is, we can't really rule this a homicide because we can't find the head. Or was it more of... We can't say that it's related to the other one because we can't find the head. No, it says the autopsy report states that her head, the cause of death was obviously a slit, th slit throat, mm -hmm. but it was questioned if it was a homicide because the head was never discovered. They were investigating, and at this time, by this, that summertime in 1936, there were three more victims. The first was called the Tattoo Man. Uh, the autopsy report that this, the body was drained of blood as well as his head being severed while the victim was still alive. Oh, jeez. Uh, there's John Doe 3. The victim was dismembered while still alive. His head was recovered. However, the advanced state of decay of the body made it impossible to get any fingerprints, and the head uh, would have been decomposed and unrecognizable by that point. What was uh, so, uh Searches through the missing person's uh, reports were unsuccessful. What was the... Uh why did my mind go blank on that? Uh, in England, what was the main uh, killer back Jack in the Ripper? Yeah, Jack the Ripper. Uh -huh. Didn't he ha do things like that too? Like as well, far as like draining all, blood from the body. It was all women. No, he like cut up their. He was doing more like surgical type sexual organs. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the third guy, John Doe Four. Uh, this one's uh, two halves of the male tors torso and lower legs were found. The coroner notes that the body was severed between the third and fourth vertical vertebrae, as well as between the third and fourth lumbar vertebrae. Mm. The fire rescue squad dragged the water in the creek in Kingsbury Run, attempted to find more body parts, but they didn't. Um, the head was never found, nor the body identified. The victim's kidney and stomach were cut out, and he was also emasculated. The coroner declared the probable cause of death was decapitation. So now that's nine dead bodies. Uh, I've lost count, but yeah. So uh, do they all have this red chemical on them that has caused No, their only that the first, uh, well, the, technically the third victim. Yeah. And then the one that washed up, uh, victim zero. So I'm guessing it's... Uh, most, As of what, now. What's connecting most of them is because it's in the same general area within a year and their heads are chopped off. 
it's the same stuff over and over again. And cracked spines. The neck's being broken. This last one, they had their lumbar spine, which is your lower back, mm-hmm. broken. Man, who's it like? Are they coming at him with a sledgehammer or something? Well, one of those, you know, rolling pizza cutters? Yeah. Just goes... <laughs> <laughs> In the 1930s, they had those? Yeah. Man. He may, what people don't understand is how that came to be was because they found that later on, like the 40s. Yeah. And one of the guys started pizza joint. He was like, hey, that, that slicer was pretty, pretty good. So he's like, let me slice my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in order to, <laughs> we're going to get back to the story now. Oh, okay. <laughs> that yeah, good? yeah. Let's okay. get back to the story. In order to help identify the tattoo man and other victims. Spooky uh, voice. Oh, uh, cute spooky. In order to help identify the tattoo man and other victims, they made these casts of their faces. Wait, so those are casts of the victims' faces? In order to help identify them, they put these casts, made casts of them, and they put these on display in the Great Lakes Exposition. Do you know what the Great Lakes Exposition was? Uh, I would say it's kind of like a um, expedition thing where they people bring exposition. their... Exposition. Exposition where the, they bring their new things to sell and stuff. Close. Not like a fair. Yes, it is a World's Fair. Oh, the World's Fair. It's like a World's Fair. And <laughs> what this is for is to bring people in, you know, build reputation with the city and get yeah. people, you know, business coming. <laughs> and they bring these dead people heads for people to help identify them. They're like, hey, has anybody seen this? By the way, this could be you. Hey, here's a... Uh, some great invention. <laughs> also, hey, go John. look at those. Go look at those heads. See if you know who it is. But it's it's uh, 1938, three years after everything started, and Elliot Ness had a person of interest. He's a surgeon named Francis Sweeney who lived his entire life in Kingsbury Run. And in 1933, his wife took him to court, saying he drinks a lot. He's abusive to their two sons. He's in his practice slide. And he would disappear days on end, and no one knew where he was. He had, he even had a couple insanity hearings years prior to everything, and the last one being January of 1934, just a few months before the first victim was found. And Peter Merlo had a suspicion of the suspect. A suspicion the suspect was a railroad worker, since it, you know it was a big hub, and he could just go in and out, in yeah. and out real quick. Uh, but there was no evidence. There was no fingerprints, no tools, no knives. There was nothing besides the bodies. John Doe Four's body was discovered August 16th, 1938, on the lakefront in plain view of safety director Elliot Ness's office with Jane Doe Four. Similar to the other victims, the head was severed from the body, and the victim today still remains unidentified. The head was dis articulated at the level of the third intervertebrate and had a knife mark on the dorsum of the second and third cervical vertebrae. Extremities at all the major points were all the disarticulated as well. The coroner ruled the cause of death was undetermined, though he thought it was probably a homicide. Who who is these? (laughs) Who are these coroners? Like, what is... It seemed... What I'm getting from all this it seems like coroners have just been really bad at their jobs throughout history mm. i don't think that this was a murder even though the head's chopped off and 
this guy used precision skills in chopping this uh, head off. Yeah. But the point of that was the killer knew what was going on and laid these bodies out right in front of where Elliot Ness is. Mm. Like, hey, <laughs> come catch me. Like, you're an <laughs> asshole. I know exactly what I'm doing. Good luck catching me. Kind of like uh, <clears throat> basically toying with them. Yeah. He even sent uh, a postcard in. Really? Kind of like the serial killer. To I mean, like the Zodiac killer. <laughs> yeah. Like sending in letters. He's the OG, though. Oh. The OG, come and find me. The first OG. Because it was OG. a postcard. Yeah. <laughs> so Ness personally music. got uh, conducted, uh, got involved now. And huh. he conducted raids into the hobo shanties. And eventually, he burned down Kingsbury Run. Accidentally or purposely? No, he purposely went in there. He set the whole <laughs> thing on fire. Burned everyone's houses, little shanties down. And his reasoning for burning down the shanty town is was to catalog fingerprints to easily identify any new victims and say that it was also done to get possible victims out of the area in an attempt to stop the murders. In all the craziness and everything that was going on, the murders actually did stop. No one else <laughs> was really? murdered. And there weren't there were no like new discoveries that were, you know, any crazy bodies that were discovered. So <laughs> The official number of murders attributed to the Cleveland Torso Killer uh, is 12. 12. Although recent research, um, I don't know how recent it is, but uh, has shown that there could be as many as 20 because those were just the bodies that they found. So they all stopped once the little hobo town was burnt down? That they know of. And let me tell you why. That surgeon moved away after the fire and got a job as like a prison doctor. Killed two more people. So I was like, okay, maybe it was him. I'm going to go with the, the surgeon. He moved to Pennsylvania. And, and I don't know. I, did anybody ever find his penis collection? No. That's when, like, he probably ate him as hot That's dogs. a lot of, that's a mm. lot of. Real quick, the investigator, Peter, uh, Peter Merlo, you know how he meant? He said it was like, oh, it's a railroad, rail, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. railroad worker. We actually went undercover <laughs> and went on the railroad and talked to people like, hey, do you know of this? Cleveland torso killer and people are like yeah we've heard of him but he never he never found much never found at anything all. it had to have been the surgeon so that's why people yeah that's why people are thinking or uh, at least so, Elliot was so like, wait it's probably the surgeon so the surgeon the obviously was cutting people up yeah he obviously went into a prison and killed more people is that did they actually put him away then or well after that yeah he got caught and okay. got put to to prison and I'm gonna say it was a surgeon guy I just want to round it all up that yeah there were no um. There's no evidence. There's no... Well, we got the two suspects. Well, really the one. Yeah. But it's got to be the one. There was no anything. It's just completely unknown. The victims are unknown besides the the maybe two of them. Yeah. But the rest of them are just random people who got killed. Well, I mean, one of the victims, you only saw the lower half of the body. You didn't even know where the other half is. Yeah, her they body. I think this surgeon was helping the... Uh, like. I think this was a, uh, what, do you, what do you call it when people want to die and you help them die? Euthanasia. <clears throat> so he was probably, back then, he was probably, there was a lot of people in the Great Depression. They had depression. Mm. And they needed to feed little Joeys and little Johnnies. And they're like, hey, I need you just to kill me. Feed my penis to little Johnny. Make <laughs> the a whole body, he feeds the <laughs> penis to them. <laughs> the half torso the, one? The, the one that has like... Probably the least amount of nutrition in it. Just before skin, though. And skull, just and, and skull soup. 
No, because they found the hit. Well, I guess not for all of them, but yeah. still. And the other that's one. Nuts. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. It's kind of crazy. But that's the Cleveland Torso Kit. If you want to do more research into it, uh, there's a lot more details. It was mainly about like how the bodies were mutilated. Yeah. I don't want to get too far into it. But yeah, if you want to read about how <laughs> Mr. Elliot kind of tarnished his his uh, stat- status there and went in and burned down an <laughs> entire little shanty town. <laughs> You know what? Because if he got I can't find off, a, the the killer was taunting him. If I can't find that. a killer, I'm burning the whole shitty town. You're down. getting no more victims. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Don't forget to leave a comment for the sticker so we can get in contact with you and maybe send you one or two. And leave a voice up. message on uh, Spotify. And yeah, like, comment, sus- subscribe, <laughs> share with your friends, share with your neighbors, and share with all the shanty town over there. Try not to Cleveland torso anybody.